Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Brunch and Slay. I am your host, Amira Sane, uh, and I'm excited and as always to be here. And tonight, and it is tonight in my hemisphere, <laughs> I am at a great place because I get to have an impromptu solo session. I actually had two episodes scheduled to record this evening and life happened. So I'm sitting here in my office getting ready to record and I thought, well, why is this happening? And I just realized, you know, life has been busy. So number one, I am totally okay uh, that we had to reschedule. I think it happened for a reason. I know that life happens and I'm just really thankful that I'm not the old Amira who was always on a schedule, always not understanding flexibility. Being a mom has totally changed my empathy level because I don't think I had it before. Uh, And I'll just be honest, I know I did and not to the level I have it now uh, because I get more so that some things are just, it's always something, period. And I love the way life teaches you lessons like that. So um, I'm thankful to be able to have this solo episode because I had it on my to-do list to do a lot more. But life has just been crazy. 2018, here it is January, the end of January 2018. And let me tell you, I have been burning the candle at both ends. I started off the year Sick, sick, sick. I live here in Houston. Uh, Texas was hit by the flu more so than, well, one of the top states that hit by the flu was a different strand. I had the flu, which knocked me down for a week. I also had gotten sick Thanksgiving, so I spent both both holidays uh, very ill. And then after that, recouping, and I don't get to have as many days off. I have a a two who will be three-year-old tomorrow. Uh, And then my husband got sick right after me. And then my daughter got sick. And then I've been planning and helping with the Millionaires Conference that you guys might have saw in the newsletter that I did for Jewel Tankard and her fabulous staff uh, for January. So I've been planning that and I had just been, you know, spread pretty thin. So this is the first time I'm actually being able to record a solo episode. So I thought since we weren't able to record with the other powerhouses that I had scheduled for tonight, then I'll just do something for myself. And I thought it'd be great and a great way to touch in. So I wrote a couple of notes. I thought the great thing to talk about tonight is pivoting. You know, I had things on the schedule. That's not what life gave me. But instead of moping or catching an attitude or saying what I could have been doing, I thought, if I'm up, let me go ahead and record an episode. So I'm pivoting. Um, So my first topic was stood up, now what? I wasn't technically stood up at all. So uh, actually, the ladies let me know in advance and let me know that they wouldn't be able to. And that's okay. But I I thought about that because so many times things fall through. And instead of snapping on mindless TV or scrolling the internet, how can we make that time productive? Because the bulk of us, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. I know that sounds cliche. We hear it all the time. Matter of fact, we hear it too damn much. But the truth of the matter is, sometimes you just got to carve out, I, I will say even 30 minutes to do and work on your dream or work on what you're working on. Because life will suck 
all the happiness and all the creativity and all the mojo and go get them girl out of you. It will do that every single time if you let it. But I believe and I've learned that if you set smaller, well, you can still have big goals, but you break it down into smaller parts, you can still accomplish those goals. And I say this for all those folks who've asked me, you know, how are you squeezing this in? I have the luxury right now of being able to do this full time. So because of that, I'm able to cram a lot in my day on at least two days a week because being 100% transparent, my daughter only goes to school two days a week. So after that, it's me and her. And so I'm not always able to do as many things on my to-do list as I want because it's not fair to her if I'm saying mommy's working, mommy's working, especially at the age she's at now. So um, I squeeze it in where I can. I get up early. I stay up late. I went to bed last night at 1.30. You know, I got up still at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, the day before that, I went to bed at 12.30. I still got up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I used to get up at 5. I'm not able to get up at 5 as often as I like anymore because my daughter, being that she is at a growing age, her sleep schedule changed. So I had to adapt. Uh, another pivot. <laughs> you hear me talk about pivoting a lot. Um, but yeah, I just say that to say I'm cheering for y'all. I know there's a lot of folks out there and there's a lot of empowerment talk. I don't think that's a bad thing. It's, it saddens my heart every time I see a post about somebody having the audacity to say that they're sick of brunches and they're sick of hearing the word empowerment. Well, I'm sick of women being called bitches and hoes. I'm sick of hearing songs justifying that. I'm sick of reality TV showing all we do is cuss each other out, uh, have 17 baby daddies, and do disrespectful things. So I'd much rather have my timeline saturated with empowerment brunches, workshops, what do you call them? A vision board parties, all those things that are helping us get in our mind right. That's how you know we're brainwashed. So please don't have don't another now another another person send me a message about how you're tired of brunches. First of all, how disrespectful is that? And I say that to say, um, I don't I would never send somebody a message about how I'm tired of how they or living their dream, even if I mean it in in, in funny uh, or just or just trying to voice something. I wouldn't do that. Thankfully, I have a thick skin and I always try to step back and say, where did they mean it? I know the people who send me stuff like that don't necessarily mean it in harm, but think about what you're saying. We have been so brainwashed to believe that, you know, positive is bad. Positive is good. You should be so lucky to grow up in 2018 where women are on the move, where women are respecting one another, lifting one another up and saying, hell no, and me too. You know, we should be so lucky that our daughters, you know, follow in our footsteps and decide to make a change in this world. So I say that to say, keep pushing, keep lifting one another up. And if you don't like it, do us all a favor, unfollow those folks who you don't want to hear from, unsubscribe to those newsletters, because what I'm going to keep on doing is keep on pushing this happiness, this go-getterness, this sister power, because I mean it. And this is not something I just jumped on the bandwagon. I've been the same person since the beginning. I've always lived for helping people. I've always been a public girl, a girl who wants to cheer for the underdog. I mean, I've had hiccups. I've fallen. I've stumbled. I've made poor decisions, you know, but guess what? I got up and 
I am an adult and I am walking in my truth and I believe that I was put on this earth to shine my light just like the rest of you were. And my light just happens to be shining best when I am supporting and uplifting other women. So you will continue to see me support uh, small businesses because I believe it's important. And I also wanted to talk about why all of a sudden... And not even a sudden. I grew up around women in business. My mother had her own business and my aunt had her own business. And I mentioned those two because those are the people who really molded me to be the woman that I am. Growing up seeing them create something from nothing is what let me know that I could and put no fear in my heart about doing it because I knew that there would be hard times. I knew there would be a lot of lean, lean, lean moments, but I knew that it would be worth it. But I also believe that a lot of women um, are embarking and embracing that is because still to this day, corporate America does not smile upon motherhood. And I'll be the first to admit, I was one of those people who worked in corporate America and did not quite understand why you couldn't get a babysitter or why you wouldn't apply for that job that was going to give you more travel, why you couldn't lean in on your husband or your family and your support group. I get it. And I believe every woman has a choice to be the kind of mother they want. Not every mother is okay with traveling. And I get it. You know why? Because it's our job to mold our children into who we want them to be. And it's not that they wouldn't do it if they could, but maybe their support system is not people who they could leave their child with every single day for two weeks at a time or one week or even three days at a time uh, and know that their child's welfare and well-being is looked for. And that is a huge responsibility. So, so many women are pursuing alternative forms of income because corporate America is still led by people who just don't get it. So I want to publicly apologize to all those folks and all those women, not folks, all those women, and maybe a male or two, but rarely. I can't think of one, but I'm just going to say that so no one comes back and tells me that I'm wrong, <laughs> who I've offended in the past, because I have offended a lot of people, and I apologize. I was young. I didn't know any better, but I want to say I'm sorry if I didn't get why you had to come late because your kid had a program at school or or why you couldn't stay late because you wanted to tuck your babies in. I get it. And I understand why we have to create our own. And I encourage you. I salute you. I want to support you. And when I say I want to support you, I mean that. I, I want to give a, a thank you to all the women who actually heard hear me make the call to tell me about your business. Tell me about your platform so that I can support it. Those folks who actually email me back and tell me about their businesses, thank you. Because I love supporting you. I know I don't do it the day of because obviously I have a timeline. But I want to continue to support you. I want to hear from more of you. It's easier for me to do it if I have a ton of you to support. Brunch and Slay was never created to be the mirror show. The podcast, obviously, I'm talking. <laughs> so in some compartmental way, it is the mirror show. But Brunch and Slay was created to support women, to uplift women, to shine lights. And it does not have to be your own business. It could be your nonprofit. It could be your teaching. And you have a group of kids that you are supporting. It could be anything. Don't feel like it's just about business. That's basically just who reaches out to me. So that's who I shine a light on. And that's me being 100% transparent. I could never have enough content just talking about myself to keep Brunch and Slay up and running. So that was my pivot and my soapbox on that. Um, so I also wanted to talk about the follow-up process. So since I've been at, at this thing, in this game of 
maneuvering the waters of entrepreneurship, I have run into many hurdles. But the one that still stings and rubs me the wrong way is the lying for lack of no no not, not lack of better words I'm just going to be real I don't like it when people tell you they're going to do something and not going to do it I don't like it when people uh, pretend that they will follow up with you and they won't and I say that to say you're not alone if you've reached out to a business or a brand and they say yes let's talk on Monday and they don't return your email or your phone call it's disheartening but don't let that stop you don't get discouraged. I cannot, I, I'm still trying to figure out, and I kicked myself today because I have started a Facebook group twice <laughs> and deleted it twice because I both times tried to do what everybody said I should do with it. But what I realized today is I needed it just for moments like this so that people could vent, so they could say, This is happening to me. Has it happened to you? Yes. I have had people tell me they were going to do stuff. I've had big businesses tell me they were going to do things. I've had celebrities tell me they're going to do things and did not. I don't, at the moment, I'll be honest with you, when it happened up until probably this week, I still felt some type of way about it. I no longer feel that because I realize sometimes it happens for a reason. Um, sometimes people genuinely just have things fall through the cracks. I don't think most people intentionally try to tell you they're going to do something they're not. Some of them do. That's just because they're passive aggressive and they just haven't flexed that muscle of no muscle enough yet. And I want to say this, learn how to say no, learn how to say, you know what? That's, I would love to, but right now my schedule just won't allow it. People will respect that and then they can circle back to you, but don't say yes and just dismiss people because that is hurtful. No matter how much you say business is business, we're still human. I don't even care about the strongest person who has that muscle. You're still going to feel some type of way. Even if you don't acknowledge it out loud, you're going to remember it. And maybe you say, I won't do business with that person. That's not where I'm at anymore. Where I'm at is <laughs> being 100% transparent is telling you I'm learning how sometimes maybe I have done things and karma is real and she comes back. And I won't say with a vengeance, but she comes back to teach you a lesson. Perfect example. Um, I had an event once and I had some folks show up like 45 minutes late. And the event was one of those events where you couldn't just keep opening the door. And my frustrated self, because the event was going well, but a lot of people were coming up late. Um, I think I know not. I think I know it showed on my face when I greeted a certain person and I. I apologized to her afterwards, but that didn't take away the way I made her feel. And the same thing happened to me not too long ago. I went to an event. Life happened. I showed up a little late. Um, and the person who was hosting the event, it showed on her face and in her tone and her voice, just like I did with the previous person. And in that moment, I realized, wow, you did the same thing. Don't take it in a negative way. And maybe not even in that moment, maybe two weeks later, I'm going to be real. <laughs> But that was karma. So um, let's just show each other a little bit more leniency. Let's just look at how we can improve and give feedback. You know, you can send an email afterwards. It's nothing wrong with telling somebody how something made you feel. It's just like you want to send praise when somebody does well. The only way we're going to grow as a community of women is to send constructive criticism. And I say constructive. That means, like, I have had people literally inbox me, hey, sis, I didn't like this. Don't, no, 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 no. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not how you comment people because your tone, people cannot understand your tone via email, text, DM, instant messenger, any of that. So if you don't have somebody's number to pick up the phone, always add some colorful beautiful smiling words flowerful words to whatever you're sending and be constructive and be kind and give them a way to contact you for a thank you and they may not say thank you but at least you know you did it the right way um and so i'll say that to say you know i've had an attitude until i realized that life was teaching me a lesson and i think that because I am in a different place mentally now, I'm able to be receptive to those lessons. But it's not always easy. It's not easy every single day. But I'm asking um, that you guys continue to be patient with me as I grow and evolve. But be patient with yourselves. And be patient with these small business owners. I, I saw some things about that here lately about don't stop supporting. It's The the, the meme said don't stop supporting black business just because you have one bad experience. I'm going to say not even just black business, women-owned business, small businesses. Of course, black business, but any business that is small, that is not a major corporate chain that you can work your neck to and send a nasty email and get a gift card because you complained. Small businesses can't afford gift cards because they're barely keeping their lights on and paying their lease or even paying for their hosting domain. Okay. Um, Give them constructive criticism and allow them to apologize to you in the way that is in their realm of apology. Don't expect a free meal. Maybe they just say thank you and they correct that person. Maybe they made a bad hire, you know, and don't make their doors close or their site shut down because you won't vocalize what you didn't like. That's why reviews are important. That's why after action surveys are important for small businesses. Don't just delete those. Don't get all comfortable and say, I'm not getting another email. I'm tired of that. Think about it. My life's motto is do unto you. I try my best to practice it. I tell my daughter that. Do unto you to me means treat people how you want to be treated. And I firmly believe that in every aspect of life, if you treat people how you want to be treated, great things will happen. Whether that's yielding at a yellow light open a door for an elderly person, supporting a fellow entrepreneur, reposting something from a friend who's having an event or having a shiny moment in their career, saying, well done. We are all here looking for connections, looking for love, and that goes for business owners too. They are looking for connections. They are looking for love of their business. So if you have friends in business, friends in blogging, friends in the workforce making posts that are not overly personal, (laughs) support them. That's the whole point of this thing, right? How Social media should have made us closer, but it's drifting us farther apart in a lot of cases, and I can't understand why. Why is it so hard to say congratulations, happy birthday, job well done? You're killing it. Why is that so hard? Is there a such thing as posting too many good things happening in your life? No. The reason you get mad is because nothing good is happening in your life. So you think, but guess what? You woke up this morning. You drove to work. You had a job to go to. And if you didn't have a job to go to, you had an internet to search it. If you didn't have an internet to search it, you had a library card to go use their internet to search it. There's something worth smiling about. There's something worth being happy about. Don't isolate yourself. Embrace the communities around you. There's something on every level. There's something going on 
every single week to make your life better. It's your job to find it. Stop hating. You know, don't be like Kanye or hate a chicks, marry hate a dudes, and have hate a kids. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite Kanye quotes. Now, I paraphrase that because I didn't want to go all the way and I didn't want to use the N-word. But you get what I'm saying. Don't be that person. And I tell folks all the time, and I believe this, most people who are quote-unquote hating don't even know they're hating because it's not necessarily hating. It's just most people are sometimes get in an uncomfortable spot and they can't even support you because they're doing everything they can to support themselves. But you know how you can support people saying good job, saying congratulations, I'm wishing I'm I'm cheering for you. That that's something you can do. So do it. Um and then I also wanted to talk about saying no. Uh, kind of, we touched on a little bit earlier. It's nothing wrong with saying no. Just find a nice way to say it that's in your comfort zone. I don't mind saying no. Like even this is funny. You know, this is lighthearted. Even when my husband and I go buy new cars, I'm typically like the person who is like, we have roles. Like he is the person who talks to the sales people, who's the friendly guy. You know, he's that. Make sure all the the camaraderie and everything is great because that's the role he plays but I'm the person who doesn't get the extended warranty who says nope this is what we want we know what we need bam you're not selling us anything extra and I stand my ground he's that nice guy who will say I guess we can get that extra such and such and I'm like nope not in the budget (laughs) so I say that to say I have no problem saying no but figure out what works for you in saying no and this goes for family too because those are the hardest people to say no to Figure out your way to say no and exercise it. You will be happy. You will thank yourself. You will thank me later for making you do that. If you haven't learned how to say no, I charge you with making that your goal for 2018. And I know back to my uh, gumdrops, lollipop, rainbows, and unicorns speak about being positive. Um, I know on social media you think a lot of people are in a perpetual state of happiness. It's not true. That's what we post. That's what people want to see. I am. I'm not going to lie. I'm happy a lot of times. Even when things gone bad, I'm happy. I'm happy because I know I've been... I've always can think of something that's worse that's happened. And if it's not, then I can think of knowing that I've never been in a bad moment and haven't come out of it. I'm one of those people that when I'm having a shitty day, I give myself a minute. If I need to cry, I, I put a timer to it. I say, you got five minutes to cry, to wail, to be pissed off, and then you get back on that horse. I don't like to wallow. In some ways, that has helped me in life. And in a lot of ways, it's hurt me because it makes people think I am not as sensitive or don't have as much empathy. It's not that I don't have it. I just know that it's not going to give me anything that I need by wallowing in it. And because of that, it makes me come off harsh or cold sometimes. I know that that's an issue, so I am constantly working on it. But I don't want to change it 100% because it helps me to move on. Figure out what works for you and remember that there's levels to this. Don't compare. Comparison, I want to say it's Franklin D. Uh, Roosevelt who, who made this quote. Comparison is the thief of joy. This is one of my favorite quotes because it is so true. When you compare your life to others, your social media feed to others, your vacation destination to others, your man, your sister, your friend, your mama, your college, your under, your high school, your cousin, your auntie, your grandma. <laughs> when you compare them to other people, 
it, it, it's just going to suck the life out of you. That's one thing I like about staying in a bubble and being in my own zone. I'm not necessarily looking to see what other people are doing. I'm looking to see what I'm doing upon meeting my goals and what I set for myself. And I did that before I even started Brunch and Slay. Before I started Brunch and Slay, I worked in corporate America. I worked in sales, which was very competitive driven. And I worked in a very stressful field of sales, one of the hardest industries that you can think of. And I rocked it because I did not look at other people's numbers. I just did what I needed to do. And I did what I, I did the most, the best version of me when I went in to meet a client. And because of that, they got the real me. When you start comparing yourself to other people, you start trying to do things like they do it. And when you try to do that, guess what? It's not authentic and people will not believe you. So a lot of people I know who are in social media, this social media realm and all this, who have it for businesses, they use these apps to follow, to unfollow, and not follow, to unfollow, but to see who's following them and unfollowing them. And they get pissed off. I don't do that. I did that for like two weeks and I thought, I don't care if you don't unfollow me. You have a right to. I might not be your jam. When people unsubscribe from my email list, I don't get pissed off. And I've had people who are like, in my family unsubscribe. I don't care. Because I'm going to keep sending those emails. Because the people who believe in Brunch and Slay, who believe in a mirror, they open it and they're looking forward to it and they want to know what's going on. So you're actually doing me a favor when you unsubscribe because at least I'm getting in front of the audience who wants to be told something. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, do unto you. Support the people in your life who matter to you. Support the people in, in your timeline who you value. If you follow companies or brands, even big companies or brands, comment, like, whatever. <laughs> Watch a video. Y'all think that stuff is minor, but it, it, folks, some folks out here, we're out here like, oh my gosh, let me look at these numbers. We use those because that's honestly how we make our living. That's how we grow. I want to be transparent with y'all. Those of you who want to know more, email me. I'll do a show on it. I don't have a problem sharing information. Um, if you have questions, email me. I'll do a show on it. If you have suggestions, email me. I will take them into consideration. I will appreciate it. If they, Just try not to make it sting. I'm human. I am a Virgo. I am tough. I am focused, but I'm also like jello on the inside. So don't come for me to stab me, come for me in love. And I will listen and I appreciate it because I do want to grow and I do want to evolve and I do want to service more. So I'm making a conscious effort to be more transparent, to let you guys know that it's not all roses, cupcakes and unicorns. It's a, it's challenging. I won't say it's hard, it's challenging. I love a good challenge. <laughs> Y'all remember I'm a veteran. I'm a crazy chick who joined the army when she was 18 years old. I literally joined the army on one day and I left two weeks later. That's how crazy I am. You know, I'm a chick who is constantly finding ways not intentionally, but I guess subconsciously intentionally to challenge myself on other levels and do things that I've never done because I promised myself when I turn 30, I will not leave this earth saying I should have, would have, could have. Because at the time I had a position um, in a job where I had a lot of downtime and I was just basically living footloose and fancy free because I had a good living and I was just chilling. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I could be doing so much more. And I didn't want to say, well, I should have done this when I had this summer off or I should have done that. No, I didn't want to do that. I decided to say, you know what? Do it now. If you're still breathing, it's not too late. 
matter of fact, ooh, let's just, let's, I'm going to coin that trademark. I just Googled it right now. I'm putting it in the system. So don't try to use it. Don't try to make my t-shirt. <laughs> if you're still breathing, it's not too late. So I just want to say I'm cheering for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm genuinely doing it. I'm not just saying that because it's on trend. I mean that. It's my whole life's work. I've been doing this for a long time. Go back and ask anybody who knows me from even elementary. Amira has always been like a class officer. Amira has always been in student council, student government, uh, volunteering, doing what needs to be done. Always. I'm not changing. I'm just evolving and I'm using what we have to get out there to touch more people. And I hope you'll join me and I hope you love you're loving the ride. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. If you enjoy the the way that we're going, I know it's evolving and you might have some things to say I hit it or missed it. I don't mind having that feedback because I would love to every time nail it and give you exactly what you want. Um, subscribe, share, review. And if you believe in this mission and you believe that I should keep pushing forward. Support this podcast. Support it. You can do it for like a dollar, not just a like. You can do it for a dollar a month. It's in the show notes. And a dollar a month, which is $12 a year, y'all. For real? $12 a year? (laughs) Uh, You know, put it out there and help me keep this podcast commercial free. Give you the meat and potatoes you want, that inspiration you want. Help me because honestly, some of the folks who I want to get, they charge, guys. They charge to be on podcasts. Can you believe it? Yes, believe it. I can because that's that's folks who are out there making their living. So I can get more speakers, more folks. I can solicit some of these folks if you guys put that and support the, the show in that way. So thank you for listening to me on my solo cast. Thank you for listening to me as I pivoted tonight. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate every like, every follow, every open email. Thank you. And until next time, I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Slay.